It's a big warm hello from me, Faye Dicker at Freelance Mum, as we get ready for our second business surgery. This month's in-house expert is Julie Cox, the woman behind Luke Drew This. She's taking your questions, as ever, from the mothership on how to set up an e-commerce business. Julie's got a really interesting story. She hasn't always worked in e-commerce, so has very much learnt as she's gone along. I'll let her tell her story in her own words as we put your questions to her in this month's business surgery. My name's Julie Cox. I have an online business called Loop Drew This, and I create original, unique gifts printed with children's drawings. And they are all made to order, one-off, on t-shirts and bags and cushions and on and on and on and on and on. You didn't always run Luke Drew This. Tell me about your journey into setting up this wonderful business of yours. So I was an actor for about 25 years and had a complete change when my son was born nine years ago. Practically just couldn't get to do 12-hour shooting days, couldn't get to meetings in London, had moved to Bristol when he was born. Continued to work, but not to the degree that I was before, just because it wasn't possible. I wasn't looking for something else to do. I felt that there was more to life than just doing one job. And then one day my son drew a picture of his dad, and it started the business of Luke Drew This, because I wanted that drawing on a T-shirt which I'd found a printer who could do, and then people asked me to do it, and then eventually, organically, it grew into what, four years later, that's what I do full-time. And can you remember what that picture was that he looked like? It was a chalk drawing on a, almost like a Victorian tablet, that he, because he didn't speak much, so he used to scribble all the time. And there's a stage in kids' drawings when they start to put the features in, you know, the eyes their hands come out of the head it's called the tadpole I think they call it the tadpole stage his dad's got dreadlocks so he drew the tadpole with hair and that was it and it was just so much like Mark his dad and I still have it and did it make it to the t-shirt stage? it did, that was the first one and it also is my logo on my business now when I was thinking of what to call my business it was all about Luke and his drawings. It, it felt right to do that at the time. I think you have to stick true to what you believe in when you're setting up a business. It was all about that drawing because it's the story of the connection, child, parent, that moment as a parent where you see your child do something new. Mark still has the T-shirt, still wears it. And do you think there were any skills that you had as an actor that you then took into setting up a business? None at all. <laughs> None at all. I completely had no idea. I didn't. Everything I did as an actor was someone giving me the lines, someone telling me where to be, very good at dealing with people because, you know, you're on set and a complete reversal of that, of being on your own, having to learn technically, I mean, teach myself how to use a computer properly, how to set up a website, all those things. But it was a fantastic challenge. I think once you become a parent, the shock of that, you know that you can do more. If you, you've had to learn so many more skills that way. So the next step isn't that much more of a stretch. Okay, Julie, I could ask you lots and lots of questions, but you're actually our guest on the business surgery today, so it's an opportunity for other people to put their questions to you. And I'd like to kick off with some questions that have come in from the mothership. And the first question is this. So we're honing in on really what it takes to set up an e-commerce business. 
Um, and you've been going for how long is it now then? Three and a half, four years. Three and a half, four years. Yeah. Okay, you're standing the test of time here. Yep. Um, what methods do you use to market your online business and what return or traffic do you see from that? The one thing that I would say is not to do is a waste of money from experience is advertising, magazine advertising. Uh, because when you start a business, you just want people to know about it. So you think, oh, if I put, if, if I spend £400 for a small ad somewhere, people will sit, but they don't. I mean, I wasted a lot of money thinking that was the way to reach people. Content in, in magazines, um, editorial content is brilliant. Like when we did the Bristol you know, magazine, it's just because that's a voice. That's, that's someone who's reading, interested in the person behind the, the, the brand and all that. I think you have to grow slowly and organically. The most important thing is to think about when you're selling something online, who your customer is. Who's that person? How would they go shopping? How would they find you? If you were them, where would you go? How would you, where would you look? I tried to understand, I did loads of workshops about search engine optimization, keywords, but the, the internet's changed so much. You can't compete with the people who are spending thousands of pounds to keep their websites in the first search engines, all that sort of stuff. You have to um, reach to people, and I think social media is still the only way. It's word of mouth. Okay, great answer there, Julie, and great personal experience as well. So it's editorial, it's great if you can get if your you hands on get, it. If you can yeah. get your hands on it, yeah. because then people are interested about the story behind the business, not necessarily what you're selling. Why are you, why are you selling it? What makes it different? What's, why is it important to you? Why, should, why is it going to be important to somebody else? Now, this is a lovely next question, Julie, and I know it's one that you and I have discussed as well. Do you think it's important to have your own website, even though you may sell on Etsy or other marketplace sites? What are the benefits? Right. Well, as we talked about earlier, I think there is a crucial tipping point with your business where you have to decide whether it's a hobby or a business. Now, places like Etsy and Folksy and all that are fantastic for people who've got a hobby, creating, uh, you know, a passion, having a passion, having something that they've liked doing, which is a great way. And people go to places like Etsy and that looking for those things. The difference that I have with my products is they're all made to order. They're personalised. People send me their children's artwork and I digitally print it onto various products. But if it's just selling something that's already made and you're making them and making them and you just want them to be sold, then maybe Etsy is the place for that. You have to make as many as you can and sell as many as you can. But when you have a website, you're building a kind of community around your business. You've got chances to have blogs. Blogs are fantastic for building up your profile for search engine, for for Google searches, for words. You can put content into your blogs and you can link that back to your website you have more opportunity to adjust it constantly I always go back into my website and say I want to have more focus on gifts for dads at this time so I can I can change that around there's so many businesses out there with a website you can just sell your story you can have so much visual content I think visual content is what people engage with a lot more these days as well When it came to launching your business and your website, what came first? Did you subscribe to Done Is Better Than Perfect and just chuck it up there and get it out there? Or did you wait until it was, you know, all singing, all dancing, shiny website? So my first website, I use an e-commerce platform called Shopify. 
you can subscribe to them you have different rates of how much you pay you have free templates when I started there wasn't a lot out there that uh, this is a, a massive company that have you know small businesses like mine and million turnover businesses now there's a lot more choices out there particularly in the UK when I started I thought my website was fantastic I really did. I was like, wow, I've really cracked this. I've really got it down. It looks amazing. Because they look so good. They give you these templates that look professional. And when you understand the basics, you can just play around and build. I look back at that version now and I'm like, it's so sweet. It's so charming. But it was genuine at the time. And I think as long as you're genuine, um, your passion's there, you do the best you can. A lot of people see 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 past that as long as what you're selling is is good quality my website has grown so much since those early days okay how have you increased your customer base again this is from the mothership is having regular emails or newsletters important yes i think they are um but not for the sake of because you feel like you have to you've got to have a reason i'm not a big fan of discount selling buy get this offer get that you know and i I've, personally if i get too much through my you know phone feed of the same product if you subscribe to something and they keep telling you to buy it eventually it puts me off completely so there has to be a, a legitimate reason i think but it's a great way of just staying in touch reminding people that you're there i I'd like to write a newsletter once a month, but if there is something, a new product, then I will do it again. I think word of mouth, uh, still, customer service is my number one priority. I still try and keep as much engagement as possible. I always try and do a little bit more than you know the next person. And I think that my customer base build up is because of that. The first thing that people say when they leave me a review is you know personal and commitment to, to good quality and customer service you always make sure there's a handwritten touch as well when you send out your products is that quite deliberate absolutely yeah because it is a personal gift it's a i, I want people to know that there's not a factory baking stuff you know some remote person it is me still because i've all these years down the road i still get the same excitement when i see a kid's drawing come through when I get an order I still get the same excitement about wanting to know what that drawing is that's a really lovely answer we've got uh, another question here so a similar vein but I think if you can answer this question everyone will be like brilliant thank you very much how do can you increase online sales have you found there have been any campaigns that you were like gosh yes that one worked I'm going to repeat that one again next year even if it was just actually on repeat it didn't work again what's been your most successful online sales Father's Day is always the busiest time for me, Father's Day and, and Christmas. What's very important if you're doing online sales, if you're using social media to reach your customers and tell a story, you have to have a way of tracking that. You do sell through e-commerce platforms like Shopify or I think Squarespace. They have integrated tracking analytics like Google Analytics, but they're much easier to understand. So I always go back and check to see the traffic to my website, see where it's come from. Still, after all the Instagramming and Pinteresting and all that, it still comes down personally about 70% Facebook. So that's good to know. So that means that, uh, you know, when I have Father's Day coming up, I can, you know, do lots of emotional content pictures. I get a lot of lovely pictures from my customers, you know, with their kids and their T-shirts. And 
that's that really helps it's a really tricky it depends what mark what, what you're selling how competitive what else is out there you know i'm lucky there's not many people that, that have something that's quite as unique as what i sell so track the campaigns that you've run see which ones are successful yeah and see if you can repeat that this is the final question from the mothership julie i've got another couple that i'd like to just pop to you at the end what has been the most successful in making your business visible online as the website is so full and it's a really great point because there's so many brilliant businesses all out there competing with each other it's sort of a little bit of a repeat of the father's day question but is there one trick along you know outside of campaigns that is running on a day-to-day basis that you think gives your business the visibility that it needs i try to encourage customers to send me their photos i suppose it's it's just encouraging every day for people to share pictures so i can share them again it goes back to the engagement and then something out of nowhere can help boost your website like i wrote a letter this is an example of a, a moment where i was sitting at home uh, working with the radio on in the background because of my career change I went from working with you know like I said lots of people every day to quite often a very lonely existence of you on your own at your computer and I listened to BBC Radio 6 with Lauren Laverne in the background and she's become my kind of office buddy and she keeps you know she's quite fun so I wrote her a thank you letter just to say, just to let you know from one mum to another mum you know this, I really appreciate you keep me going blah blah and I sent it to Radio 6, not expecting anything. And I, I think I did a kind of Willy Wonka-style voucher for her to, to, to use on the website if she wanted to. And then she tweeted about the business. And then my website, again, because I could see people, when, like a thousand people visited my website in an hour, which has you know, never happened before. And so it's just sometimes think outside the box. Think something fun, different, find out who you connect with don't be afraid to approach people bloggers instagram bloggers that's a big 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 business and don't be afraid to just reach out to people and say hey you know this is what i do if you're interested there's nothing we can do together you know and that can really really help don't try and do it all on your own and a question i'd like to ask you julie is there one thing that you would say don't scrimp on when you're starting out yeah you know you can you can save a bit here save a bit there but for example photography would you say yep that's the one thing if you're going to spend some money on spend it on that what's your one thing that you would say don't scrimp on this yeah definitely photography um since i started using nikki another freelance freelance mum since i started um the quality of how what i do looks so much better and she's very good at telling the story and visually when i go to someone's website I, I want to see good quality photographs. But I think that's an investment. You can do your own content until you get so bored of your own voice that I would say try and get someone to do a bit of copywriting as well. A bit, you know, spend a bit of money here and there. Photography would be number one, definitely. And finally, Julie, any advice to anyone who's starting out on an e-commerce business today? Just start. <laughs> Just start somewhere. You will not get any feel for it until you start physically building doesn't matter how small it could be one page two pages on a website it's a it's a great journey i look back at how much i've learned over the years and i and it's i still am obviously it changes all the time the first order that i got through my website i was just how did they find me how do they know i'm here you know waving and it was a great feeling it was brilliant brilliant julie thank you very much for your time today
Thank you. Some fab insights there from Julie Cox taking your questions on how to set up an online business. We'll be having another expert for the business surgery next month as we speak to Nikki Proctor on how you can get the best for your product when it comes to photography. If you'd like any questions between now and then, do get in touch and don't forget to keep your eye on Freelance Mum. See you soon.